0: Success in our schools, and for our students, is a direct result of the energy and commitment of Anoka Hennepin's dedicated employees. This is Superintendent David Law. Each year, our school district coordinates an awards program called Above and Beyond. Employees are nominated and recognized for exceeding expectations. This year's Above and Beyond recipients include a list of 14 exemplar employees. They are rock stars who make a difference for their students. Unfortunately, safety guidelines related to COVID-19 forced us to pursue an alternate recognition for these employees. We hope you enjoy this podcast series and learning how Noka hennepins employees go above and beyond.
1: This is Assistant Director of Communication and Public Relations, Kay Vallella. I'm here with Jolene Lundeen, who we are proud to name an Above and Beyond Award recipient. Jolene serves as a fifth-grade teacher at Madison Elementary School. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Nice to be here.
1: Jolene, tell me about your hometown, your education background, high school and college included, and how you kind of got started with the school district.
2: Well, I actually grew up in Kent, Ohio most of my life, but my last two years of high school, I ended up being in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, After I graduated, I actually moved back to Ohio and attended The Ohio State University, majoring in elementary education. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to finish there because I moved here to the lovely Minnesota, which was supposed to be a short-term move and has ended up to be over 25-year-long move. So I now consider myself a Minnesotan. Um, And so what I did is I got a Bachelor's of Science in Speech and Language Pathology at the University of Minnesota, and then I continued on and got my Master's in Elementary Education there also. Uh, My first experience in Anoka Hennepin, I will never forget. It was in fourth grade as a long-term substitute teacher at Monroe Elementary School because Mr. Johnson decided to retire right before Thanksgiving break. So that was really fun coming back after Thanksgiving break. And the kids are like, whoa, who are you? <laughs> I'm your new teacher. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Can you recall a favorite moment while working in our schools?
2: My most favorite moments have to do with destination imagination. Uh, I really get to know my kids, the families. Um I've gone to Globals twice, once in Tennessee and Kansas City, and there is nothing like learning really a lot about your kids when you have to spend four days with them on an excursion like that. So those would be my best memories.
1: You're involved in tons of activities. I mean, Destination Imagination is just one of the many. Talk about those and kind of how or why you think that is important for students and families that you're uh, connected to. Um.
2: I am involved in a lot of extra outside things, but destination imagination is my passion. Um, My students get to challenge themselves in ways they don't sometimes get to be challenged in the classroom. Uh, They get to make a lot of mistakes and learn from them. They come up with some of the most amazing ideas that I would never have even thought of. And every time they do, it makes me feel like I'm growing and learning as a person at the same time. Uh, They're totally committed. And they really understand how, in the end, they have this wonderful presentation that everyone enjoys. And they recognize that no one understands the hard work that came behind all of that. And they're actually okay with that. Uh, but it gives them a little bit more sense to look at other things that look like they might be easy when they're observing them to think, I wonder how much hard work went in to get to that point for those other people too.
1: That's a very good point. What do you think students need most from schools?
2: I think my students most need structure. Um, uh, they're finding that out with this online learning that they're really missing my structure. <laughs> um, they need a lot of patience. A lot of opportunities to make those mistakes, try again, and then feel that success and and realize that things aren't always going to be easy, but the joy of the accomplishment is overcoming the ones that are really hard and difficult.
1: You have a mono that you talked about in your application in your class. You said um, you say to students, "I am fearless. Talk a little bit more about that.
2: Well, I will say that uh, Superintendent Dr. Law uh, inspired me this year that after our pledge, which we say at Madison Elementary School every morning on the news, that I would create a class speech or motto that we would say. And I'd have my students help me. I kind of started it off, and as we said it over a couple of the first couple of weeks, the students helped me change some of the words and guide to what they thought felt with you. But I really wanted to instill In my kids this year, this idea of not being afraid to take a challenge, that so many times we're afraid we're going to look foolish, or what if I get it wrong? I hear that in my class all the time. Well, what if I don't do it right? Well, then you do it again, and you will do it right. So I just wanted them to look at life as challenges. And if we don't take them, if we're not fearless, we're going to miss out on some great opportunities and we're going to miss out on some things that we don't learn about ourselves because of that fear.
1: Very true. Very true. How would your students and you talked about this a little bit, but how how further would they describe your style? What would they say?
2: Uh, she, they would say, oh, she has such high expectations. <laughs> and I do. But my class runs as a collaboration team. I always say I'm not the only one in this room who knows something. I'm one of many and right now I might be busy, so find someone else. And I highly encourage them to help each other because not only do they feel successful when they can help someone else, but they also realize that their classmates have knowledge too. They have skills. They have different strategies that maybe I don't have or that mine don't make sense, but their friends did. So I'm really there to be their support and their guide and to encourage them and to give them a base knowledge. Their job is to go off of that base and explore and challenge themselves and learn with each other.
1: Jolene, you had a number of nominations. Um, I mean, it was just great to read them all. Really encouraging. Um, So many positive things. This is from actually multiple parents. Um, She is truly one of a kind, always willing to help. Another parent said, truly wants each and every student to succeed. What's your reaction when you hear all those great kudos coming from parents and students alike? Well, of course,
2: you feel like really good to hear those things being said because everybody likes praise. And um, to be acknowledged that what they're doing is actually being shown through and other people realize it and appreciate it. It kind of makes me want to cry. And My students know that too, that Mrs. Lindine gets kind of tear jerky sometimes about emotional things that have to do with them. But, you know, it really just goes back to my parents. Um, being at Madison for over 10 years, this is such a small school. And if you do anything extra, I mean, I just sell ice cream at Turkey Bingo or anything. I get to talk to 300 parents. And I interact with them on such personal levels that it really feels like a partnership when I'm teaching my classes. I am a partner with my kids and their family and myself, and it's really a a three-working triangle there. Um, I really get to know them. And because I've been there for so long, I've had siblings and other siblings. And like some of my fifth graders right now, I'm like, huh, I remember when you were born, This is kind of scary because I remember holding you as a baby. (laughs) And it's just that more of that connection that we're one really big family and we all have a common goal.
1: It sounds like it's really all about those relationships, which is super great. When did you know you wanted to be a teacher and did you have a role model who inspired you to follow this career path?
2: I did. I learned to, I really wanted to be a teacher Um, in high school. I was a bassoon player. And I got to give my first lessons to a student who was younger than I was. And that was kind of a fun opportunity, but it wasn't until a couple years later when I was at home visiting my parents, my mom said that she ran into this boy and he wanted to make sure that they thanked me because he ended up playing bassoon for Walt Disney Studios in all their movies. And he said it was because of me that I, I helped him find this passion. And right then and there, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to help people find their passions. And I think there's no other better way to do it than being a teacher, because there's so many directions you can help kids go to. And I was inspired as um, a young girl through my grandmother. She taught music uh, during World War II. And then um, when I was growing up, she was always teaching piano lessons in the home. And her sister lived with her, and she was an art teacher. So between the two of them, I was always being given opportunities to create and try and fail and come up with something new. And just being inspired by the way they interacted with me and how proud they always felt when I could do something new or was proud of myself for getting something right, that really inspired me to actually follow my dream of teaching.
1: You're talking a lot about connections. Anything that you... Um, do to start that um, relationship with, with your students and with your families? Uh,
2: You know, I just, I think it starts even in the hallways when kids are little, uh, helping that kindergartner at the bathroom, telling them, my Mrs. Lindeen, you look like you're lost. Can I help you? Um, Or when the kindergartners come to my classroom for I Love to Read Month and I have to read to them and they're, it's so cool to be in the fifth grade room. The whole next week, they all think they're my new best friend. I was in your room, Mrs. Lindine. And I think just keeping those along and asking, what's your name? Whose class are you in? Um, by the time they get to me in fifth grade, I already know who most of them are. I've said hi to them in the hallway. I might have helped them with something. Um, I just think that's where you start uh, with my families. Again, just going to activities with them and engaging with them on the non-school level just kind of helps them get to know you as a person um, and not quite so maybe intimidating as a, a teacher because some of my parents might not have had great experiences in school and um, they might be fearful a little bit of interacting with staff and people at schools. Um, I just, I like my students to share stories. I like my, them to share um, their passions from outside the classroom so we can kind of make connections and other kids can go, hey, really, you like that too? So do I. Um, I have a student who loves to bake this year and I've highly encouraged her that I would happy to do the sampling for her to let her know if she's improving. Um, Just anything to show some interest in what they're interested in. And I think right then and there that starts to make those connections.
1: I read in your application too, you talk a lot about like your, um, your own life's examples and share that with the class. You said even mentioned even that they really know who you are as a person.
2: Oh, yes. First of all, they always make sure in the morning they're like, oh, she doesn't have a cup of coffee in her hand. Did she already drink it or did she not have one? What kind of mood is she in? Because that determines it. They all know they know my favorite drinks at Starbucks. Um, they know my kids names, uh, even though they're teenagers now. I have used lots of them as stories. I have told them that my 17 year old has thought of every possible thing that my students could think of and has failed. So I'm already on to their you know, tactics and antics. Um, I've shared stories when I was little of getting stuck on a balcony or, um, I don't know, anything that I, when we're talking about things or learning about things, anything I can relate to them, um, learning about world war II and looking at my grandmother's food stamps and talking about how she told me about hemlines changing when she had to make her own clothes, anything that makes our learning actually not feel like we're just learning stuff. We're actually learning about people's lives. Um, and how things get connected. In math, we talk a lot about me remodeling my bathroom and trying to figure out the tile on the floor. And they'll be like, oh, that's kind of like the geometry we're doing with the area. I'm like, "Yep, you're right, that is. And making them see that learning is fun. Learning is life. And we need all these different skills so we're successful in whatever we do.
0: Hi, my name is Testa Geist with the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation.
2: As the district's nonprofit partner, we're delighted to recognize you as our Above and Beyond Award recipients. You are selected from nearly 8,000 employees for what you do every day for our students and families.
1: As a colleague and a parent, you make me proud. Thank you for what you do every day and keep up the great work. Welcome back. We do appreciate the support of the Anoka-Hennepin Educational Foundation. Students benefit from a highly productive and qualified staff, those who go above and beyond. And we are here with Jolene Lundin, who serves as a fifth grade teacher at Madison Elementary School, one of 14 recipients of the Above and Beyond Awards this year. Jolene, we wanna get to know you just a little bit more on a personal level. So we're gonna ask you a few questions on that. What What are some traditions or superstitions you have for the first day of school?
2: Well, my students are always surprised when I tell them, guess what, I'm nervous about today too. And that just seems to put everyone at ease a little bit. I always feel like the first day of school is like the opening on Broadway, and I'm going to forget my lines for the day. Um, So I kind of like walk back and forth and pace and kind of go through, okay, this is the routine. Do I have my slides all in place? Where do I want things? Is everything labeled? Uh, But I always make sure that every first day of school, I tell my students, this is going to be the best year ever.
1: It's so interesting you say that. Uh, I don't think a lot of people would know that, that... Teachers themselves, too, are have their first day jitters as well. What would your students be surprised to find out about you?
2: Probably nothing. I mean, I have shared lots of stuff with them. The good things I've done, the bad things I've done. Um, my, my favorite story to them is, you know, I found my report cards in my mom's house. And guess what it said? Lovely child. Well-mannered. Needs to work on math. Oh, first grade. Well-mannered lovely child needs to work on math I said and guess what every year it kept saying I needed to work on and then one student will raise her hand and go but you teach us math I'm like yeah see we all can learn <laughs> and so they they like to hear that you know I wasn't always good at everything um, and that even my mother laughed when I told her I was going to be teaching fifth grade math the one year and I said mom you can stop laughing now <laughs> And the kids find that funny, you know, they really find that personal connection and story as well, but they really do know me very well. So I don't think anything would actually surprise them.
1: That's great to hear. Can you recall what your dream job was when you were in elementary school?
2: Interior decorator. And if you ever stop by my classroom, you will see it's still a passion of mine. I have parents at Open House who say, I want to go to school in this room.
1: So talk a little bit more about that. It sounds like uh, things are set up quite neatly and have a great um, color maybe even to them or create.
2: We do. We have a very nice green calming palette for most uh, for our bulletin boards. And it is a farmhouse theme. And as I tell people, not old McDonald, but Joanna Gaines theme, you know, farmhouse theme. Um, everything is labeled, every drawer, every cabinet, every pull thing. The students learn very fast where everything is. And if they don't know where something is, they have to read to find out. Um, it's their classroom. I have a very small corner of where I say, please don't touch these things. Because if you do and lose them on me, I won't be able to do what I need to do. But other than that, this classroom is yours. So I have one bulletin board up that has a sign, this is us and the kids are allowed to bring in pictures of their family or themselves doing things outside of school. And we tack them up all over the bulletin board so they can talk about that. They really enjoyed my Christmas card this year when they all said, wow, you really are the shortest person in your family. I said, yes, I have three boys that are all over six foot two. I am short compared to them, but they thought that was funny. Um, we have pictures of dogs and, you know, hockey players and all sorts of things. Um, yeah, there's little glowing lights that we can put on to calm our atmosphere. Um, I play music, all sorts of music. I love introducing my students to lots of different kinds of music. Um, yeah, and it's very non-cluttered. I, I try to make as much space for them to move about as possible with flexible seating. Um, usually, I, I, I don't care where they're sitting or how they're sitting, just as long as it's not interfering with themselves or somebody else's learning. Um so I have a fish tank, which has helped many of the autistic children in my classroom. They just go over there. It's next to my take a break space and they can just kind of calmly look at the fish and de-escalate a little bit and come on back or they can play with some sand or doodle or something. Uh, so I try to make my classroom very focused on my students. Um, lots of personal sayings around the room like you got this or "You know, no challenge is too hard for you and I point them out quite frequently to them when they're like, I can't do this. And I'll just point to a sign and they're like, okay, maybe I can. So um, yes, it's a very pretty classroom,
1: well-organized. It sounds like a really, really great environment for the students. And the next question we have, if you could take any vacation, where would you go and why?
2: I think I would. right now I'd like really like somewhere super warm on a beach with a blue ocean around nobody but headroom service. Um, I am very busy. I, you know, I work for Anoka Hennepin in two jobs. I teach adult basic ed and I do fifth grade. I tutor many of my students, especially my ones with autism after school. Um, I also had a side job, which now is gone now that, you know, we're kind of in this quarantine thing, which has been kind of nice to not have one of those. Um, I teach summer school or I do summer academy. Um, I'm always busy and on the go. And I've always been like that and I like it that way. But I do think I would like just maybe a week to do nothing and have someone just wait on me for once and just relax and recuperate.
1: That sounds really great, I have to admit. If you could pass on any wisdom to your students as they move on to middle school, what would you share? That every
2: learning experience is really just an opportunity to find your passion. So go find yours and know that you're ready for this because I've trained you, you're
1: ready. It just sounds like it'd be really fun to be in your classroom, Jolene. It's been really great getting to know who you are. Congratulations on your selection as an Above and Beyond winner. Thank you from all your students in all of our schools.
2: Thank you.
0: Above and Beyond recognition is indeed a special honor. Nearly 200 employees were nominated this year and a selection committee carefully reviewed applications to arrive at the awardees selected. (music) Who can nominate an employee? Parents, students, employees, volunteers, or community members, anyone can nominate school employees whose performance they consider to be extraordinary. Special thanks goes to the Anoka Hennepin Education Foundation for sponsoring the Above and Beyond Awards. Learn more about their work at ahef.us. For more information about Above and Beyond winners, listen in for additional podcasts in this series or visit ahschoolsus beyond.